Hello and welcome back to another thrilling, well probably not thrilling, but another episode of Kent and the Steering Team. As always, you are hosted in this week's episode by my intriguing colleague, Philip, and myself, Drew. Uh, unfortunately, Kent can't be here this week. He is too busy taking his passion and making it happen. Anyway, on with the show. How are you, Phil? Christ's sake. Well, thank you. Uh, did you call me intriguing? Intrig- oh, what? Uh, there's nothing intriguing about me. I'm quite a dull person, actually. I was trying to jazz it up. Be a bit different. Too jazzy? Yeah. No, thank you. Appreciate that, though. That was good. Um, yeah, Drew, are you okay? Why wouldn't I be? Okay. No, good. <laughs> I'm just asking. I'm okay. Good. Anything exciting happen or just normal stuff? Well, I got spoiled by my friends for my birthday. Thank you, all of you and you. Um, yeah. yeah, we we had an excellent time the other night, didn't we? We did. We did. Uh, we watched uh, Lego Batman. That was on cool. a massive. HD projector. Thank you again. <laughs> yes, yes, that happened. Uh, yeah, that, that was interesting. It was you know it was the it was the very first Lego movie that I've watched, which is an atrocity on your part. Well, I'm just terrified of watching the Lego movie because if I hear that song, everything is awesome, one more time, both in movie or just in general, I think I'll hang myself. I do you understand the song? I, I do, and I know what it is, but still, I've heard it far too many times, and there's a literal sense to the song, but there's also this more hilarious undertone, but doesn't matter, I've heard it far too many times, so I'm scared of watching it. But Lego Batman was fantastic. Well, I think you'll be in for a real treat when you do eventually watch the Lego movie. Get you it. don't have to panic, the song isn't in it that much. It's there at the beginning. It's used to humorous purpose. Sadly, the Lonely Islands part of the song is kind of skimmed over in the film, but yeah. Okay. It's all right. It's okay. Yeah. Um, what's happened this week, Drusophine? Well, filthy. Mm-hmm. Um, I think a lot's happened this week, hasn't it? I don't know. Yeah, it no. has. Uh, uh, th- there was quite a, a groundbreaking uh, story, actually, in Australian news, or oh, Sydney yes. news um, specifically. Yes, indeed. Uh, where a Paddington activewear warrior abuses cricket players for using cricket ground. Uh, I think if you are from this wonderful country that we live in, or this just country that we live in, uh, you've been down to a cricket ground for school sports, or just for sport, or just because there's a playground there or whatever reason, but you've been at a, at a local cricket ground and there's always either a topless middle-aged man or some middle-aged woman in active wear and a dry fit hat on running around the, the, the outside of the, the cricket ground um, or doing some sort of sport exercise or um, stretching maneuver on the, the field. I think that's quite a familiar vision to us all. Uh, and unfortunately, this happened. Uh, I say unfortunately because no one gives a shit about them. Um, <laughs> this unfortunately happened over the weekend, where there was a woman doing uh, 
uh, exercises on the field of the cricket ground. Um, but of course, there was a cricket game happening at the same time. And of course, because she is from um, Paddington and therefore an eastern suburbs person. And if you don't know, eastern suburbs of Sydney are where generally wankers live um, and entitled people live. Yeah, thank you. Uh, yeah, it's a built-in sense of entitlement. And what what is it? An eastern suburbsism. Mm. Yeah. Yes. Yes, they were they were playing the game, and she was doing her exercises. And I mean, obviously, for safety reasons, they can't have just a, a person with headphones let's, in not paying attention. Let's let's be clear: the game was well in. Like, it, oh, there were forty they, overs they, in to yeah, one day. Forty forty overs in. This. This was a serious game that had been going on a while. Mm. So, somewhere between the headphones and the sunglasses... She, and the activewear. And the activewear. She just missed the concept that the field was in use. Mm. And, you know, cricket balls are fairly heavy, so if one hits you, uh, that's not very good. Especially if you're not paying attention and not ready for this thing to hit you. So... Yeah, she was on the field. She was asked to leave, and instead of being like, "Oh, I'm I'm sorry," or "Oh, do I do I have to go?" Uh, and inquiring politely, she just blew up Deluxe in a tirade of insults and rage because she's from the eastern suburbs and a middle-aged woman in activewear. Rage that the cricket field was being used mm. to play cricket. I'm a rage, rage player, she said. Rage that every Saturday. The cricket oval was being used for cricket. Yeah. Yeah, she claimed that because she's a ratepayer, uh, that she deserves to use it as well, and that it can't be used just by these people. Well, it can every, when it's a cricket Every field. Saturday, though. And, and let us not forget the final insult that she hurled at them with all the tenacity and all the acidity in her voice. Mm. I hope you all get sunburnt. You know what's fantastic about that insult? It is, I think, as eastern suburbs as you can get. It's incredibly pretentious. It's incredibly, oh, yeah. you know, rude just to throw an insult at someone. But it's really weak. Like, it's just a pathetic <laughs> insult. It's like, oh, that's what you came up with, is it? Oh, okay. Wow. I hope you all slip on a banana peel. Mm. It, it's just, I hope you get all get sunburned. Okay. And... She Go says now. wearing wearing next to nothing in her active wear. Mm. But yeah, With so this woman was just a total biatch, uh, thinking that she's in the right uh, when she was absolutely in the wrong. This is a cricket field being used for cricket, as it you know. I, I I don't know I don't know if it's if it's really hard for her to kind of gauge the concept, but it's in the title of of what it's called. It's a cricket field or cricket ground, and they are playing cricket on the cricket ground. But somehow she thinks that she's in the right to be playing or doing her exercises on the, the, the ground. So, yep, she's an idiot. Um, and absolutely a strong uh, example of this eastern suburbs. Entitlement. Mm, entitlement. Yeah. Built-in it's entitlement, just, as you said. It's uh, The only thing better than this story, though, is the fact that there was a couple watching the cricket match who conveniently whipped out their phone and started filming her tirade of eastern suburbs tyranny mm. upon the poor cricketers. Mind you, this is this they only managed to capture her second tirade because she had been 
Oh, they, they, were, they were just gesticulating, not offensively, just just they were just waving her down and trying to get her to get off the field from where they were. The officials and the umpires from the match were trying to do that. She didn't do anything, so they went over and asked her to get off. Um, just asking, sorry, you'll have to leave this ground. It's a, a, a booked out ground in the middle of a game. Um, and she blew up at that, and they just captured some... some uh, written. They've written down some of her... Uh, insults then anyway so then she mm. left she came back again and started going again and blew up deluxe again and that's when they captured the recording of it so you know um interesting concepts to be angry at someone for playing cricket on a cricket ground in fact i'd be more pissed off if there's someone not playing cricket on a cricket ground if it's built for you get bloody playing yeah you know, otherwise I it's a empty. waste of it's a waste of the ratepayers' money to mm. build a yeah. cricket field. that is a waste of the ratepayers' money yeah. it's seeing they're doing nothing but when there's someone playing cricket on a cricket ground that's not a waste of taxpayers money it's an absolute gold mine of opportunity and, and, and use let, of the taxpayers money let's remember where she is paddington she had all of the park right there mm-hmm. all of the park Centennial Park, right there. Well, she has several parks nearby. Is it not convenient enough? Is it is it not under fifty steps from her door? Mm. So, Are there not yeah. enough people in the other parks to see her in her active wear? No, but but cricket it? ground. Come on, it's a circle, and she wants to use it because she's a ratepayer. She's a ratepayer that has to walk in a circle around a white picket fence. Good on you. You know, I often hope that people have the same sort of morals or, or position as I do. And in that, if they were, you know, um, lead article on Fox Sports or here is a backup article on Pedestrian. If, if you were being plastered all over the place as an absolute idiot and a fool and an arrogant piece of shit for being an idiot, um, an entitled idiot, I hope that that would change your mindset and that you'd go, oh, wow, what the hell was I on? What an idiot I am. But I reckon she's probably looking at it and going, oh, no, they're wrong. Oh, how dare they put me on there? I don't see what I did wrong. You when sound she... like Miss Magpie. Oh, yes. Oh, my word. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, but, you know, she. I, I doubt that she is affected by this in the way that she should be. I think she'd be more pissed off that this is happening and that's, oh, everyone's against me when I'm right. And everyone's oh, 100%. Wrong. But I'd love it if she was just like, oh, clearly I'm a dickhead oh, about this. A real bell end. Yes. Oh, well. Now, see, guys, those of you out there, if, if any of you out there are from the eastern suburbs, and even those of you that are not, let's make it perfectly clear, we're not against the eastern suburbs. Not no, at all. No, I have family in the eastern suburbs. We love the eastern suburbs. What we don't love is the mentality of the few that ruin it for the many. Yes, exactly right. And, and I mean, of course, like, if you're listening to this, or if um, I know you and you're listening to this, well, clearly you're not of that type, uh, type of um, persona or that type of minority. That caliber. Yes, you're not that caliber of person. Mm. So, you know, but there is, you have to be kind of a bit blank in the head if you haven't paid attention to the fact that there is this kind of person out there. Oh, that, there's that type of person everywhere. Yes, problem here was that she and her entitlement marched out onto the cricket pitch knowing full well that game was in play and Mm. proceeded to start doing her exercise she went out there to interrupt the game you cannot be that stupid that you think you can go out there 
where you are in danger of potentially being hit by a ball, you are interrupting, rudely interrupting gameplay in a match. Oh, and let's not forget, and it's made very clear in the video as well, that the organizers for the game paid for the venue. Mm-hmm. It's, it's also just the idea that, like, I can understand. If you're at a cricket ground, clearly not the whole grass area is being used. Sure. But it doesn't matter. If it's within the fence, that is the cricket ground. Get off. Yeah. Stupid idiot. Um, other news. What other news has happened for the week? Look at that. We're, oh, look at that. We're already, you know, a quarter of the way through this thing. I know. Fantastic. We're doing a great job. Um, let's move Just on to rant another. rant about people more. I absolutely know. You know, but it's interesting. So if we look at Sydney, <laughs> we're divided by rivers in some ways. I mean, some areas are kind of amalgamated together and just separated by roadways. But if we look at Sydney, there's the eastern suburbs with this arrogance in it. Yep. Um, the inner then west. we've got the inner west with the self-entitled pricks that think that everything has to be vegan and that everything has to be absolutely PC for everyone. Yeah. Um, and then we've got the northern beaches is just more pretentious asshole, but a little bit more bogan. Um, and then we've got the southern area just beyond the, the river to the south. We've got absolute bogan. If you know what bogan is, if you're overseas, that is just like uh, redneck, but a little bit less like inbred. More just... Uh, how do I drop describe kicks. a bogan? Yeah, dropkick. But but sometimes, sometimes really nice. Sometimes the nicest, most innocent people that you'll ever met without and, and might might accidentally offend but absolutely do not mean to um so definitely more bogan from down that way i mean a little bit more racist as well there have been some issues down the south with some racism um somewhere riots, somewhere between but... somewhere between the upper lower class and the lower <laughs> middle class yes yes uh yeah. i think that i think this i think there's a small niche market in both the south on the uh, beyond the southern river and the northern river um, in the Parramatta River to the north, that have this upper middle bogan as well, which is quite an interesting kind of position as well. Um, yeah, interesting there's diversity. Not so, there's, there's not so much bogan on the northern beaches. There's too much money in the northern beaches for it to be bogan. The central coast, a little bit of it there. No, there are there are rich bogans, though. There is a rich bogan. It's a really weird kind of hybrid bogan. It's a bit confusing. I don't know what it means for the rest of the world. I think we might be in trouble. I think that, 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 that could be the upper middle bogan there. Then. Yes. But then... that shifted... Don't forget, you've still got the North Shore, which is the real money. Yep. Like, the real, real money, the mm. North Shore. Then you've got the Northwest, which is... Heading to a bit of... Eh, more suburbia. It's suburbia. It's, I, it's, it's my favourite out of all of them, because mm -hmm. it's where I spent a lot of my childhood. It's where I would love to be living, but unfortunately the suburban dream is slowly dying mm. it's it's interesting though to me it to me uh, western suburbs don't count as suburbia that's just you know desert and dryness but the 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 northwest to me feels like the only part of sydney that's still that quintessential sydney suburbia oh they're clinging on for dear life yeah they really are i was out there today and it was just ah. Uh, you can see the change being forced upon them, and yet they're somehow managing to maintain that basic level of integrity. They're choking on the, choking on the change, and trying to hang on. Yeah, it, it's tricky, but you know somehow they're making it work. Then you've got the West. Uh, just 
yeah good luck for for those for those of you who do not live in new south wales or just don't live in sydney like you need to understand that when we say westie it is a derogatory term Mm. you're being lumped in with that lot if you are a westie that's no Um, if you get called a westie there there's an issue there it's 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 almost like um, I know you don't watch Game of Thrones, Drew, but it's almost like being north what? of the. You don't watch Game of Thrones, do you? You got to be kidding me! I've watched it from the very beginning. Oh, okay, I did. I completely for some up- reason. For what? some reason, I didn't think you watched it. My get apologies. out! I didn't know. I thought you didn't. I'm really sorry. Uh huh. Uh-huh. No, I mean that. Gen- I thought you didn't. How I was did like, you not know? Well, that's the thing. I've always been so concerned by the fact that you haven't watched it. Of course, I. Okay. Oh my goodness. Anyway, whatever. That's not the it's point. It's the Walking Dead that I've never seen. No, I know that one. That you're not yeah. missing out on much, to be honest. It's really I watch it, but it's really not much going on there. Jesus, the last season is probably the best season that's ever happened, and that's only taken them like eight million years. Anyway, um. Oh God. Anyway, fine. It's like it's like going north of the wall. It's kind of just like a bit <laughs> unrestricted. A bit unrestricted. The wildlings. There's, yeah, there's really not much going on in terms of control. It's just, yeah, whatever. Like, pff, your problem, not mine. That drew it in a nutshell. Yes, exactly right. Um, yes, that's Sydney. Geographically. So... Yeah, yeah I, think, I think we covered all bases. Yeah, so bringing the, it back in, this Eastern Suburbs lady is uh, absolutely... You know, she's to the, uh, the stereotype... Completing the stereotype to the T. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, I find other... that I find that river analogy interesting, though. Dividing up Sydney with the rivers, I always go either north or south of um, of Parramatta Road. That's my hmm. divining. Rod. Exactly. It's either rivers or it's roads that divide Sydney. It's the R's or the 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 dividers. Yeah. So we got yeah, the or... Parramatta River and Sydney Harbour at the top, or, or dividing the the kind of the middle chunk from. Um, the top, the east and the west, the, the, the middle, east and west, um, in the middle there is divided by uh, roads. Or even, or even the and M4, actually. The, the well, M4 well, yeah, is a exactly. good divider. Exactly. Yeah. So you got that, and the Parramatta Road runs mostly parallel with that, so then it becomes M4. But yeah, um, yeah then you got the um, the river to the south. Um, uh, you know, so you got you got these divides that kind of happen, that just naturally happen. And then, yeah, there's also hills that kind of separate it up a bit as well. Um, but definitely roadways. Princess Highway, in some ways, is a good divider as well. Hmm. Yeah. It's interesting how it's all divvied up. We were only mm. just talking about this before the show, actually, about, about how you have such different worlds in an area. More directly, we were talking about the United States in regard to this. But it happens here as well. With these mm. weird sort of micro worlds going on, you know, in a relatively confined space, anyway. Mm. Uh, we we mentioned, um, or we were talking about it off air because we were talking about uh, the Super Bowl and what led to us to talk about because the Super Bowl, yeah, it happened. Whatever, we're not American, but yeah, it was interesting to watch. I love watching it every year. I'm pissed off that for some reason ESPN here in Australia chose to show our ads, not. The US ad, so I had to watch them on YouTube afterwards. Um, they played. They played some of them. The ones that yeah. paid for international broadcasting, they aired. Well, like the Australian one aired for sure. Oh yeah, that one played. I I saw that one air. Mm. 
that one aired around the halftime show. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So that's what I saw. Um, which is when it was meant to be the famous ads. They're meant to be during the halftime break. But yeah. we didn't see, see all of them. Uh, yeah, we're talking about the US because we're talking about how Tom Brady had um, this kind of entirety around it so that the match was all focused on him. Didn't matter who it was about. It was just all about him. I was it, literally the Tom Brady show. Mm. It was less about the the Eagles winning and more about the fact that Tom Brady lost, the fact that he was tackled to, to lose the ball and he had a fumble and, you know, big shock horror. Um, you know, so that sort of thing. Uh, the whole match was all about will he succeed, will he not, how will he get the, um, you know, the, the New England Patriots into the, the winner's circle, how will he do it, when's it going to happen, and it didn't. So... Yeah, all that kind of thing. And then we're talking about how it'd be nice... Uh, looking at a map, I looked at a map earlier on how uh, the Patriots had, I think, like six states with support based off of uh, Twitter geocaching. And then the rest of the United States was all Eagles to win. So clearly outnumbered in terms of who they wanted to win, um, Patriots were. Uh, so it was interesting to look at different states, and then we mentioned how um, I would like to live in Rhode Island and Drew would like to live in Connecticut as just these interesting little micro worlds. Yet, you know, you're part of the United States, yet you're not. You're just in such your own little world. And then also talking about how it takes, what, like an hour and a half to go from New York City to New Haven or Vail. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, New Haven. Which is awesome. I like that. The f- and you see it on, on another great show on, on Netflix and also on YouTube. Um, celebrities, uh, sorry, comedians in cars getting coffee. Woo! You see them go from New York City and then suddenly the, the next scene they're out in you know the countryside. And it's because you can. You can go from the most cramped, high-density living like New York City to countryside in such a short amount of time. And we see that here as well in Sydney. Well, oh, the fact that you can go up to the Blue Mountains just for a day trip you know mm. yeah you're completely out of the city out of out yeah. of the world yeah it's wonderful it's it is very nice uh let's move it on now to something a little bit more substantial like uh see this is a double-edged sword in that um this is based on the fact that uh elon musk and spacex uh got their falcon heavy rocket into space which drew i don't know how you didn't know that it happened like this was big news was this was this the thing where you could see it in the sky was it that i didn't know about that i would love if i i'm pissed off when 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 did it happen like today this morning i I spent the morning dropping my four-year-old to preschool and then going to a doctor's appointment. I, yeah. Well, this was big news. So, yeah, so SpaceX um, launched their uh, Falcon Heavy rocket, which rivals or is, it is, I think, the world record for the most powerful rocket ever launched. Um, So it crushes uh, NASA's Saturn V rocket that, that launched the Apollo mission onto the moon. Um, or to the moon, uh, they've launched this and they've done an amazing job in that they were able to not only have it take off and work as a test flight, but then they were able to use SpaceX's technology to get the boosters, the little rockets that, that disconnect as the rocket shoots off into space, that disconnected, they were able to come back to Earth and land on a designated landing pad perfectly and just stand there and, yep, done, finished, landed. So they did all that and then they also launched a car 
just to show that the the pulling power of this rocket and how much weight it can hold they launched a car into space that was blaring um uh his name escapes me david bowie's um yeah i think i think it was spaceman or space odyssey oddity that was playing i can't remember which song was playing but um yeah they were playing david uh, bowie on the the sound system of the car and they had a mannequin sitting in there in a space suit behind the wheel as his car jets off around um, earth and then off to the to the sun it's gonna it would have been the sun it would have been space oddity yeah it would, would i think it was um and ground, then, ground control to major tom yeah anyway yes anyway um it's then going to go to mars so it's fantastic they've, they've done this they've been able to do it the two-edged sword aspect or two-edged blade aspect of this story is that they also or he also shut down flat earthers by showing the fact that earth is not flat in a live image of this thing going around the earth which can't happen if the earth is flat and if you think the earth is flat you're an idiot and you shouldn't listen to this because you're an idiot because you're an idiot you are you just are you can't there's nothing else to explain it have you ever read about flat earth theory yes it's stupid it doesn't make sense it can't work the concept of earth being flat doesn't work the concept of earth being flat means that our perception is off but but it doesn't work in a sense that if i was if the earth was flat yeah you'd I, go right off the edge well I, not just I, that though but i should be able to see it. okay the first thing there's a lot wrong with it but the first thing is i should be able to see everything forever like nothing would ever disappear behind a, the horizon like a ship on the horizon that's now disappearing it's because it's going beyond the curvature of the earth that's why it disappears i should be able to see new zealand like you know you know if you look at the blue mountains from here in sydney if you look out at, at the horizon anywhere that you've got mountains on the, the horizon hmm. you see the mountains that's the backdrop whereas so that means i should be able to from here see the mountains of new zealand as the backdrop that i'm looking at because it's flat nothing would ever disappear beyond the horizon but things like that's just a start the other thing is that there's therefore this gravity idea doesn't work because there's no center to this thing yeah like it, it dispels just, gravity that's the one just, thing that or among many also the fact that they think that there's there's soldiers at the border stopping you from being able to go and see the edge what what that's re- that's just stupid. That's an entirely different idea as opposed to the fact that this planet is just naturally flat. What logic is that? You're just afraid of something if you think that there's going to be soldiers there. Like, how can you jump to a conclusion like that? Are you stupid? Yes. Can we put, can we put all the flat earth theorists on a world cruise? <laughs> yes, exactly. Right. Yeah, it's just like Columbus. <laughs> the fact that he thought he was stumbling on India, but no, there's a mass of land in between you and India or Asia, and that's America. Like, I... I I don't understand how people can still think the Earth is flat. What logic do you have to think that? And no one can explain it. I just find it funny. (laughs) But then there's that story of the guy that took the... the, um, What was it? The uh, spirit level on a plane to see if if the Earth's flat by flying in it. Yeah, but it's, (laughs) it's relative... 
Like, what? What are you doing? Are you that thick? It's relative. It's all relative. It's flat as long as the plane is following the curvature of the Earth. If the plane wasn't, then it wouldn't. It wouldn't show that it's flat. It would curve the other way. Like it just would. It wouldn't be flat. I don't get it. I don't. How could you be so stupid? Okay, let's let's say you got a spirit level that was really long, Mm -hmm. right? Because I'm assuming it wouldn't work with a short one. Mm -hmm. Let's say you got one that was really long. And not flexible. Long long enough that it would affect the curvature. Mm -hmm. Would it it balance in the middle and then not be touching the ground at either end? Yes. This is what I mean with the altering of perception. Mm. How do we know that everything is not a little bit curved and that we just perceive it as being flat yeah yeah you know it and it's also this idea that this stupid idea it's using a lot of memes now because it's just so ridiculous and hilarious this idea that oh if earth is is round why aren't the bottom of my shoes rounded because it's not the size of a grapefruit you half wit it's the it, it's the size of a planet your Literally. shoes are completely irrelevant they're nothing. I, I don't get it. I don't know how people can be this stupid. It scares me that people are this stupid. And also what scares me is the idea that because of social media and because of this whole fake news idea is that people think that opinion is as good as fact. So therefore everyone has an opinion and everyone thinks they have to say it because they think that their idea is fact. Just because you think it doesn't mean you're right. It means you're an idiot doesn't mean you're right. I don't know. It's true. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> I know, but it is fun to wind you up sometimes. Yeah, but... Uh, yeah. Especially when you're on a rant. Thank you. Yeah, I like to do that. <laughs> I just don't get it. How can people think that the Earth is flat? What? What? Explain it to me. I, I want to meet a flat Earther. It's funny, can I remember in, in New York... When I was in New York for the first time, I was on my own and I was walking through there, uh, through Times Square, and then some, uh, like a, um, uh, a, I can't remember what he was, but he was like a, a strong believer in something, and he tried to have to have a discussion with me about it, and I just I I couldn't, I didn't argue, but I had a great debate about about things. Like he was he was incredibly, um, you know, of of the idea that the Bible's fact, kind of thing. And we had a discussion about that, you know, taking everything as it's written. And I just had a discussion and said, I, I can't agree with you there. Like, it can't, it's not, it's, sure, I can understand metaphor, but the fact that this is fact, that's just ridiculous and you're wrong. And we, had, you know, it was a good discussion. It went on for about 10, 15 minutes, but it was just an interesting discussion to have with someone and hear their, their side of it. And that's why I'd love to meet a flat earther, not to bag the shit out of them in person, because I would never do that. That's just mean. I'd like to just have a discussion with them to try and understand their points and then try and explain to them my side of it, or I should say the factual side of it. Because again, we're dealing with facts, not opinion. I must say your opinion is very rounded. That was not acceptable. Uh, I thought it was. I'm, I'm more curious. The guy you had the debate with. Yeah. Um, what was the extent of his belief? Like the, the Bible was fact. 
okay, everything okay. everything but, in but, it was true everything there was adam and eve um god created yeah. the world in seven days literally and noah's ark happened literally and okay, how can okay. how can you disagree with all this stuff and i was like well how can you agree with it like well because it's in the bible uh, sure fine but like if what, if, his, if his have? only argument was oh but it, but it's like it's in the bible that's, well i, I that's, mentioned that's the idea very... that it's yeah, go, yeah, on. yeah go on well i was oh, just gonna say I, I i was just gonna say i mentioned the idea that potentially it's a little bit like Chinese whispers where someone saw someone do something they gave their opinion on it like there's four gospels there's four gospels because they're four different people's takes on what happened they're completely different in many ways and in fact some of them are written based on what someone else has said and said oh actually I think that's a bit incorrect I'll write it how I want to then it was passed down from people to per- or person to person and then it was translated from language to language so not even that's particularly reliable as a source also, every time a new pope goes in, they retranslate, which is a pain. Um, <sighs> tricky argument, because I am one of those people that, that does believe all of that stuff. My issue with the guy you spoke to, though, mm. is the fact that he just goes, oh, well, it's written there. Like, so yeah, yes, that, it has that's- to be. That's, that, that's a very wishy-washy... Mm. Like have some have make. something to back it up, not just, just based on this. Just, you can't use your yeah, source as your your one source as everything. No, no, you have be, to have something that backs up your source. Obviously, I wasn't there to witness the discussion, but it's the impression I'm getting from you is that this mm. guy didn't believe in God; he believed in the Bible, and that's he did believe it. He believed in God, but that that yeah, yeah, everything yeah, happened but, as a result. Yeah. Mm. Like, like, I, I believe that everything happened in the Bible. I, I do. That, that's just my twenty-six years of belief. Mm. But I would never say, like, like if someone asked me why I believed it, I would never just say, "Oh, oh well, it's written in the Bible." Mm. I, I, I wouldn't say that. I, I would say that I have a lifelong conviction in in my heart, in my spirit, that I believe mm. that this is real from a lifetime of uh, of reading it and learning about it and learning more than what was simply in the written word. Mm. Like, that, like that, There is a lot more to go off of. I would never just place all my eggs in the one basket. And in that case, sure. the basket is this book. Because it it should never just be oh I read the Bible I just believe it the the it, you know that's it it yeah. doesn't work that way there's so much more to it there, there's also countless books that the Catholic Church has omitted from the Bible so yeah I, I don't mm. know there's was, I've always believed there's a lot more to it and mm. that's it was a, very a great discussion silly argument it was a oh great, it would have been it was a great discussion and also like I made sure not to be rude and he certainly wasn't being rude. Um, but yeah, like, cause it, I, I find just discussion interesting. I, and I'd never, never try to set out in a face to face argument, set out to offend someone when I'm sitting here behind my microphone, I can say what I want. Cause I'm of my, it's my, of, it's of my opinion. It's my opinion. You can disagree. You can call me an asshole. It's fine. Like that's absolutely Which is the whole point of our show. Exactly. Like I have no problem being deemed as an asshole. That's fine. But in a face to face situation, I won't try to offend and I won't try and just shut someone down I would I would love to absolutely love to hear someone's opinion and their belief in something as long as you get to have your say I'll have my say and I won't talk over you and I don't want to 
shut you down and say no, 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 and make noises and just swear, blah, 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 blah. I want to have a proper discussion because I'd love to hear someone's opinion. I love debate. Debate's fantastic. I've had some of the best debates. I've lost friends from debating things before and, and never never being, you know, offensive to them because it's their opinion. I have my opinion. They have theirs. But yeah, it's just, it's fascinating. I love debate and, and people should know that I love debate because it's just so it's, interesting. It's, it's a great fun. way to learn. And- yeah, and, and you shouldn't be offended by the fact that someone doesn't share your belief. And and that's the problem with a lot of people that, that follow a religion or a belief system of mm. some description. They get offended when someone doesn't share their belief. And, and you know, in, in some cases they're upset because they're worried that if that person doesn't believe that, that their soul and their spirit won't live on. Yep, that's, that's wonderful. But surely whatever your religion or your belief system is that it also teaches you that everyone has a right to make that decision for themselves yes and i think a lot of people forget that one of the biggies the biggies of the bible is that we have free will the other biggie in there is do not judge others Mm. it's very simply put out there so uh, it's all well and good to be very passionate about it that's wonderful. You, if you don't stand for something, you'll fall for anything. But you should never be trying to force your mm. will and your feeling upon other people because exactly it, they will grow to resent it. It's it's and it's never it's never ever about that. And and I mean, debate's never about that. Debate's purely just to well, when I talk about things with people, it, it's I want to understand your point of view. Yeah, sure. And okay, fair enough. Um, well, this is my point of view. That's 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 it. That's all it is. It's can we see where we're at? Where's it'd be the like, difference? It'd be like you and I arguing potato versus sweet potato. Potatoes I can tell better. you. Oh, well, that's not oh. a debate. That's but that's not a debate. That's just fact. Potato is better. Now, see, so I I think that sweet potato is potato amazing. can fuck off. We. <laughs> <laughs> I'm torn between having the potato versus sweet potato debate or just shelving Potatoes it. better. <sighs> well, we'll shelve it, but potato because potato's better. Sweet potato. Potato. Love sweet potato. Love potato. Shouldn't have picked potato as a topic. Because <laughs> potato's better than sweet potato. Exactly right. <laughs> Should have <laughs> known better than uh, to go to Mr. Mash. Yeah. Uh, I make the best mash known to man. Well, okay, okay, okay. My grandfather okay. did. My grandfather made the best match known to man. I make the second best I, I, smash. I haven't had that in over uh, I, ten years now. Okay, common common debate. Star Wars or Star Trek? Star Wars. Yeah. But But I can understand someone's reasoning behind Star Trek. Yeah. They th- like they like inferior product. That's the understanding. No, I'm joking. That's a, I'm not i I'm not serious. I'm joking. <laughs> but it's so interesting how, how hyped up. <laughs> people get about it like they get nuts about it mm. because they, they, they have to they have to make sure that you believe like like they they want the other person to believe what they believe yeah. star wars has to be better because a b and c no 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 star trek is better and you need to accept and embrace and believe that and be as pushy about it to the next person as i am with you I just love the fact, but but see, you know, can't we all to to quote 
Jack Nicholson in Mars Attacks, can't we all just get along? You know, this idea that... It's that, so true, um, though. Both Star Wars and... St- yeah, can't st- Star Wars and Star Trek, they're both exploring the realms of space. Um, yeah. And they're both exploring the idea of there's other things out there in this world, similar to us or not. There's things out there that are... Or potentially there are things out there and there's different ideas and different ideals and different ways of yeah. doing things. It's fantastic. Yeah. And there's something to be taken from both there. And, and that should be the way that a lot of things are looked at, that there are good points to be taken from everything. Absolutely. I really it's... want mashed potato now. I kind of oh. want to watch either Star Wars or Star Trek now. <laughs> We've taken two things away from this discussion. <laughs> oh, dear. My, I'm salivating it. <laughs> what a watch. And, th- and thanks to you, I'm now eyeing off my wonderful imported Blu-ray of Mars Attacks. Thanks uh, to me, I didn't do it. Oh, Mars Attacks. I did, I mentioned Mars Attacks. I think I'm going to have to watch that. I'm going to have to watch that now. I really want to watch that movie. I, g- I got it on Blu-ray. I had to order it from the UK, but it was worth it. Since we need to watch it's no that longer one sold here. Oh, we definitely do. We need to set up for some of our listener to uh, come around and we need to watch <laughs> it on a projector. <laughs> um, question. Yes. Did you watch the Han Solo trailer? Yes, I absolutely did. It's been quite a roller coaster the last, what, year and a half or so of production mm. with uh, the incredible filmmaking duo of Phil Lord and Chris Miller setting out to make this movie only to leave the project with three weeks remaining in filming due to creative differences. Which and is then, a very incredible time yeah. to leave. Yeah, only to then have Ron Howard step in to take over the film and add a couple of months of additional photography yeah and now we're barreling toward a may 25th release date which is gonna be fantastic. i genuinely i genuinely thought it was gonna get pushed back to december i really thought it would thank goodness it's not though yeah no i want this movie i want this so soon i want it i've yeah i is i'm there a Star Wars movie towards the end of the year though no so this is the only Star Wars movie for the year yeah, which is like I'm kind of getting used to having Star Wars in December. Yeah, they it's a nice Christmas gift. Well, they should have also made it maybe a little bit more in the middle of the year, so that way it's a little bit longer uh, since since um I know it's summer in the in in, in the US, but nonetheless, yeah. it's a little bit further away from the launch of um whatever episode eight was. Can't remember the last Jedi. See, I can't see them picking another release date. I already thought it was gutsy of them to leave the May release date in the first place. They should have made it May the 4th, though. Yeah, May... Okay, so for those of you out there that don't understand, May the 4th is Star Wars Day because of the hilarious catchphrase of May the 4th be with you, which is followed by Revenge of the 5th. Anyway. um, Yeah. Anyway, the original Star Wars film was released May 25th, 1977, so they're going for maintaining that release date 41 years later with the Han Solo movie. Many, 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 many Star Wars movies have been released in the month of May. Actually, every Star Wars film up until Disney bought the franchise and decided to shift it to a December release. So them bringing it back to May seems sensible, 
but at the same time, we're only going to be five months off of a Star Wars film coming out. It's starting to feel like the Marvel framework. Mm. We're getting the churn out film, you know. What what I find fantastic about the Marvel um, structures of that or template is that there's such a diverse range of films, and not only that though, but they're all surprisingly good quality. Yeah, they are. They are. I can't but but argue I, with that. I just, I just, I'm glad that now that um, the Game of Thrones producers have now been set the task of coming up with some films, Star Wars films, again completely separate from the saga and the other, you know, offshoot trilogy that's been written. Um, I just love the fact that we're going to start exploring other parts of this galaxy. Did you read what the head of Disney said at the stockbroker meeting? Or no. the shareholder meeting or whatever it was? Um, he explained about Dave and Dan's um, plan for these movies that apparently it was a part of the Star Wars universe they'd had their eye on for a very long time that they really want to explore. So mm. here's all of us in the fandom with our fingers crossed, jumping up and down, hoping wishing praying for the old republic hmm. maybe some jar jar binks action too if, we, if we're lucky no i'm joking misa ko jar jar binks misa your humble servant i think i could go for the rest of my life without ever seeing jar jar binks again if um if old mate were here he'd uh, tell you not i know that's why he's not here <laughs> no it's not why he's not here it's not here because we're just so lucky uh, um, he, will, he will be next week Oh shit! That's next week. Oh, oh, that's my birthday episode. Oh, for <laughs> Christ's sake! You, you twigged oh. on. Why oh. do you think he picked it? He didn't know that. He he did. Oh, he knew that. Oh, he knew. He knew. <laughs> Are you sure you want to do the cute or or the the kind of sad or? That is sad that he knows that, but it's also like, oh, he knows about me. It's because he's going to kill me one day. Uh, yep. Keep your friends so- close and your enemies closer. Ah, uh, dear. Oh, God. Oh, I was hoping it was going to be a good episode. Now it's going to be a shocking one. I'm anyway. sure he'll make it a good experience for you. No, for you. Oh, always for me. <laughs> and then the week after that, for some reason, we have to record a day early because of things that I don't know about. Yes, we... Um yeah yeah we're gonna have to record a little early yep we'll still really yeah yeah we'll still release thursday i mean of course it means more pressure on me thanks thanks for that guys but uh, you know i'll do what i can i'm trying to think of how it's gonna happen but it'll happen it'll have to happen because we got it we got a rule we got to stick to it yep and no no actually no it will happen there won't there shouldn't be an issue with it yeah yeah, should all be good. It's just when I hit record or hit go, pretty much is the thing. It's probably Thursday afternoon next week. No, 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 no. You should be right to do it in the morning. You just, you literally will just have to hit go, but yeah. I don't understand what's happening. I'm so confused. You got two weeks to stay confused. Don't worry. I don't, I don't like it. I don't like, I don't like uncertainty. It stresses me out. Are you sure about that? Yes. <laughs> it's not funny. It's so good. 
Can you just tell me what it is? I no. won't tell anyone. No. This mm. is payback for getting me an awesome birthday gift. And what the hell kind of payback is that? Adequate payback. Anyway, I think it's that time of the episode where we uh, we suggest that uh, you was should that comment. Your stomach, I just heard. No, it was my chair actually. It's oh. it's oh yeah, is my that- stomach. You know, you and I, our stomachs make the loudest, most bizarre noises. Oh yeah, it's always at the worst times. It is. Oh, like just before a movie starts or something <laughs> like that. I don't think my stomach's ever rumbled. Maybe once during an episode though. I don't know. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. know, I don't think it's... I can't remember. But anyway, yeah, no, no, that's my chair. I need to get some WD-40 on this chair because it's... Yeah, it's getting a bit um, obnoxious. Um, but mind you, it's also a staple. It's that... Oh, remember that sound of Philip's chair during the podcast? Wow. Yeah, that um, one time. Those many times. Um, yeah, no, anyway, if you would like to be part of the show, like what my uh, mortal enemy is going to be, my arch nemesis is going to be next week, of course, if you write on the Facebook page... Just say you want to be on it, and we'll try and make it happen and get you on it. Of course, you're never going to write on the Facebook page because no one ever does, so that's absolutely fine. So forget it. Um, what I just if said, you, but if if you also want to check out the crazy Eastern Suburbs woman having her rant, we'll be sure to put the link up on the Facebook page as well. I'll chuck it up there in just a moment, actually, just as soon as yeah. I've finished recording this. Uh, but of course, if you are on the show, it means that you almost are a shoe in to get the. Uh, a special segment dedicated to you for that week and you go into the running to win it for the year just like our dear friend did last year and of course he didn't get it spectacularly it was brilliant um of course that segment i'm talking about is the sick kent of the week Woo! yep drew who have we decided to give it to this week because we couldn't think of anyone and we decided decided to scrape the bottom of the barrel no no we did decide and it wasn't a scraping either it was truly iconic and australian it was a little bit scraping at the bottom of the barrel. Oh my goodness! I, if no, you no, but had, it's cool. It's deserved. It's deserved, it's, and it's if great. You had, if you had said it before, we went through fifty other possible nominees. Mm-hmm. It wouldn't be scraping. Okay. I don't know why it took you that long to think of it. Oh, Although I'm you sorry. Did it did, I'm you did better sorry than it took me. me. I didn't. So long thinking. I wasn't. I wasn't. A, I wasn't even aware. You did better than me. All right. You're better than me. I had no idea. <laughs> anyway, the winner this week is, is Australia's answer to Lassie. Yeah. Skippy the Bush Kangaroo. What's that, Skip? How many kangaroos did they use for Skippy? 47? Yeah, I don't know. ridiculous like that. Something like that. They kept getting hit by trucks. Road trains. Um, <laughs> it literally is Australia's answer to last year. It, it, it is. It is. It Timmy fell down is. the well. <laughs> Skippy, stupid idiot. Uh, today marks 50 years. Today being February the 5th marked 50 years uh, of Skippy the Bush Kangaroo. Um, widely regarded as our first international TV export. Um, it's screened on Channel 9 here in Australia from 1968 to 1970. Was it only for two years? Yeah, like anything truly iconic. Wow. Think of Firefly. Yeah, yeah that's true. One season. Um, when did you say the fifth? Yeah, the fifth. Well, three days ago. Mm. At okay, its height. Yeah, anyway. 
At its height, Skippy was watched by 300 million viewers around the world. Um, this is what TV historian Andrew Mikado said. Uh, one of the reasons that Skippy still endures to this day is because of the deal made by its makers and Frank Packer back in the day. I don't know who that is. He said blah, blah, blah. Not A interesting. Packer. Not interesting at all. Yeah, all that stuff. Well, it's nice that so many people watched Skippy. I bet they all came bounding over. <laughs> I knew exactly what you were talking about when you said that. <laughs> yep. So, Skippy, many of the Skippies, those kangaroos, and the show itself, you are this week's Sick Kent of the Week. Congratulations. Oh, you seem happy, Skip. Yep, and that's about it. That's uh, that's all she wrote. Yep. Skippy was now, a girl. Did you know that? I never presumed the gender. Oh, yeah, I know that that's wrong. Back in the day when it was actually normal to do such a thing, that was fine. Back in the day when smacking your kids meant discipline, not a- abuse. Mm. Different terms. Different terms for different actions. Yes. Mm. And that's that's that's... That is that all we have? Yeah, uh, I think that's that's fairly it. Um, anyway, good luck to all you folks over the next week. Those of you in relationships, say goodbye to your money as you prepare for Valentine's Day. Yes. Those of you single people out there say goodbye to your money as well when you go buy yourself boxes of tissues and chocolates and romantic films to watch Mm, you watch all you watch all those netflix subscribers fly through the roof also though of course good luck to all the athletes in the uh, winter olympics which starts on friday australia time and also Pyeongchang time because we're in the same time zone for the first time ever for a winter Olympics. Thank Christ for that. Now, when you say so, good luck, yes. are you wishing them luck getting safely in and out of the country? I know it's South Korea, but no, I'm wishing them luck in terms of the. I don't care if they get in and out safely. That's up to them. There's as long as they perform well and do a good job and make it entertaining on television. Um, of course, mm. this also marks the anniversary to some extent in terms of the Winter Olympics of Stephen Bradbury's doing a Bradbury, which is quite an Australian folklore kind of saying and phrase so yeah that's all well and good and uh yes that's 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 that that's that stuff winter olympics can't wait love watching the olympics mm. yep indeed anyway it's been wonderful having you listening to us at whatever time date year and who knows when you're listening to it that's the beauty of a podcast yes. anyway it's been a wonderful week and until next time Yep. Don't, 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 don't